When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, darling, welcome, where today we are with moved floors and we're sat on my bedroom floor. And yes. I'm sorry to say, I have carpet that's akin to Rivita. Right, yes. it's so awful. I hate this carpet and I've wanted to change it ever since we moved in and I've just never got round to Very it. Very textured. Oh my God, it's awful. It's a bugger to hoover. It's a nightmare. And when you get out of the shower, you know, with your little feet so soft and you're like, oh, 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 because oh, it is like walking on a crushed snacker jack. Oh, <laughs> don't you have post-shower shoes? Slippers? No, 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 post-shower. Like what? So something that a wet foot can go into. Like a flip-flop? Kind of, but you have it inside. Oh, and and you would only specifically use them for the shower? Yes, of course. So you'd step out of the shower onto a mat? Yes, onto a mat. Okay, right. So you've got onto the mat, and then do you put them on immediately? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, and then how long would you leave them on for? Until I've dried. (laughs) Then I'd potter around in them. They're usually like hotel slippers. Right. Very good for post-shower footwear. Uh, Right, okay, but wouldn't they get wet? Yeah, but they get wet and then they dry through the day and then okay, you throw fine. them out. Right. So, so you kind single of, use, no, you, no, but you kind of need a lifestyle like I have. Oh, one that's you know, just travelling the world, <gasps> that kind of thing. The mangy. <laughs> well, my main slippers are shearling. They cannot oh, come into contact gosh, with wet. No, they're like chinchillas. They must never get wet. You have to give them a sand bath. <laughs> Is that what happens with a yeah, chinchilla? Yeah, that's what happens. They're a weird animal. They I've always thought that. Thing, My next they? door neighbour when I was younger had a chinchilla and it really just disturbed me. I remember looking at it going, what the hell is that? I always thought they looked like they could turn, you know? Like they could all be cute and sweet and then suddenly... Go for the jugular. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, yeah. I've never seen one leap from ball to tube like that. No. <laughs> Terrifying. I feel like if they if they got you, if they bit... They just wouldn't let go. Sometimes I get the flashback when I see, you know, these pom-poms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, the chinchilla. No, <laughs> no, no, wait, it's just a pom-pom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, who knew already that we would discuss chinchillas yeah. within the first two and a half <laughs> That's minutes? That's the beauty that of this podcast. the joy of the podcast. <laughs> so, look, welcome, welcome. What a dream it is to have you coming up on the podcast today. June's been fiddling and she's back. Right, Tales of June's Fiddling Weekend (laughs) are coming up today on the podcast. I've been home. Yes. I have been back to Ken and Sheila's. Now, if you follow us on our brand new Jules Sarah Instagram... Yes, uh, come on board, Jules and Sarah podcast. You will have seen, A, the door. Yeah. I I shared the door, but also I have been with them through thick and thin and bramble this weekend. (laughs) 
<laughs> so news wait. from that, news from that is coming up. Marvelous. Your news from the north. Now, my news from the north is about love. Oh, lovely. In a pub. Love oh. in a pub is coming up That's with me nice. on news from the north. Yeah. Mine's about um, a club. A cl- like like that club. Like You'll find out. Club. You'll find out. It could be the biscuit. You tell me. <laughs> I know which I'd rather have. So look, I mean, how are you? I've actually had the privilege of driving to Sarah's today. That's we had right. a lovely moment where I phoned Sarah. Conference call. We go, yeah, we conference called and then I arrived and then we carried on talking. Yeah, yeah it was brilliant. You talked to me virtually to the door. It was wonderful. <laughs> Open the door. I was like, yeah, so carry on. <laughs> Now, today's outfit, slightly interesting. Yeah. You'll notice splodge and splodge here. Lara Croft cargo shorts. Yeah. Enjoying yeah, them. Yeah, thank you so much. Now, Going these, on safari. These splodges, uh, well, no, this is now, these shorts were yeah. full-time run-of-the-mill shorts. They've had to be demoted to uh, gardening wear. Right. And, this, and coming around to sit on Sarah's floor. Yeah, um, for obvious reasons. Um, but these two splodges. Yeah. <sighs> Mate, I washed a whole load of clothes with a lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out. What? What shade of lip gloss? Oh, it's one from this festival. It was in a pocket of something. Oh, this is it just come undone classic. all over the grease, the oils. And then I've had a full day of gardening today. Have you? A full day. How's it looking out there? Because. I mean, to be honest... You won't even recognise it. I have <laughs> hacked away like a butcher going for it. <laughs> like like in the bush. Honestly, I've had, I've had new ironing boards delivered. I've had new uh, shower Iron, curtain delivered. On, ironing boards, plural? Cover. Covers. A cover. I don't like... I... Sadly, I don't like it. I've got to return it. So oh, it's that a bit, is a shame. But... I'm in the market for a new ironing board cover. Oh, should I save it? Do you think I'd like it? Well, oh, no, it's very jewels. Is it garish? Very nude. No. <laughs> oh, it's not neon. No, not Pink. neon, not floral. It's very <laughs> muted tone. No, you can keep it. You'll hate it. (laughs) Save it. Why has it got to go back? Oh, I can't get it on. Oh, God. I need an ironing board cover that fastens on. I don't need one of these self-fasten. No. You know what I mean? Like, it comes with parts and you have to, like, hook it all up. No one's got time for that faffing about. And then I thought, oh, maybe I could leave it for the cleaner to do. And then I thought, no, that's just cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Figure this out. Here you are. It just doesn't look like it'll stay on. No, I think it's got to God knows when I'm ironing, I'm ironing. That iron is moving around so fast. The pressure that's on it. (laughs) Those clothes know they've been ironed. They know. I've also had, oh God, I've I've literally had the nicest day today because I've just been at home organising, sorted out all my beauty cupboard. Now that is a big, big job. I nearly took a shelfie. It's looking so good. Um, And then I also had a food shop delivered. I stood at my fridge. Sheila actually told me this tip. She said, when you're trying to cleanse, when you're trying to do something, clean your fridge and then stack it all neatly. Yeah. So I took a tip. I was in there this morning at half seven. I set my alarm early. J cloth out, cleaning that fridge. Food arrives. Oh. I literally stood for about two minutes staring at it. Just yeah. proud. When, just like, wow. When you clean something or organise it, I did it with the utility cupboard not so long ago. I would just walk in to look at it. Yeah, you do, you do don't you? You just think, I'll just go and have another look at it because it looked so good. And then also you forget, you know, one of the cupboards that you use, like the food cupboard, if I clear that out, I'll go and look at it and go, oh, yeah, I clear. Oh, look how easy everything is. But yeah, totally admiring cupboards and drawers that have been reorganised. Yeah, I'd time well yeah, spent. Absolutely. And then I feel like I've, I feel like I've und, like under, what's the, 
I've unveiled something. I've found something. I can't think of the word. Revealed? Unearthed. Unearthed. Yeah. A uh, small one-bedroom flat hack. <laughs> <laughs> so basically... Okay. I've got like house plants around the house. Mm. I just move them all around today. Oh, it feels completely different. Yeah, that is good. That's really... I haven't got any plants. You have? I haven't. You have? You've got that one at the front in the yellow bucket. Oh, yeah, him. Clinging on. Oh, he looks like God. he's clinging on. you know on. what? He's a really good one, actually, because he's the one that looks a bit... <laughs> like he's expiring in front of you. He's very Sahara. You give him a drink, perks up no trees like you and yeah, me. Yeah, because he's, he's that desperate for it. Yeah, but you think he's on his last legs. You think you've missed it, you know? You know when plants yeah, 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 go yeah, beyond yeah, yeah, a point yeah, of return? Yeah, yeah. You think that you've lost him. He looks, he's starting to look very yellow, <laughs> leaning. <laughs> and then give him a little pint of water. He's like, woohoo! Bring me on! <laughs> <laughs> Tinsel should never be seen anywhere. No, Just gonna flag that no, right you're now. Right, actually, what would you decorate a plant with? Mm, I quite like the idea of plant accessories. I could get into that. <laughs> Write that down. Pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners. No, if you were gonna, you know, this is a really fun. It's <laughs> a, a fun thing to do. No, <laughs> no, not it's a fun thing to do. We're not on bloody Blue Peter. I was meaning. <laughs> Rainy <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Hobbycraft saw you yes. coming. Oh. No, because it's a tropical plant. I was thinking you could tie neon pipe cleaners to it and then put little animals on and just kind of really go yeah, to town on it. I could, couldn't I? You could. He could go very camp. <laughs> it? John, it's John's plant. John's going to come out. What have you done to it? <laughs> Eric! It was raining. Jules and I were bored. <laughs> pipe cleaners just appeared. Yeah. We've just been to Hobbycraft. We looked like you needed a boost. Decorating your plant. Yes, mm. with Jules and Sarah. This could be, you know how sometimes in News from the North there's like Scarecrow Fest? Yeah, yes! Get decorating gates. Plant this Fest. This could be it. This is the perfect thing. This is, but... the, this is the pumpkin of summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also the ideal thing for the one bed flat crew. You haven't got space for all Struggling all for things. space. I'll make a scarecrow in here. <laughs> <laughs> Topiary, a thing of the past. Absolutely. But decorate your what, pot plant. What you need is a succulent and a paperclip. Yeah, that's right. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm telling you now, we should do that as a night. Yeah. We should absolutely run that as an evening. Come decorate your plants. With wine. With, with wine and pipe cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I was telling you in the car, I've had a big night out. I have been out, out, Port Salou crew. I mean, I have not been out since your birthday, which was almost a year ago. Which, if you missed that podcast episode, Sarah left, was one of the last to leave Yeah, mine. I was last standing. And you got McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> and had a selfie in McDonald's I with a hash brown. no recollection of that breakfast whatsoever. Nothing. I was amazed when the photos appeared, to be honest. The photos turned up the next day. Apparently I had a bagel. Didn't even know they did them. Neither did I. No. <laughs> Branching out all the time. McDonald's full of surprises. But we went out. I couldn't believe it. I was in here. I was like, oh, look at me with a drink and some music on, getting ready to That's go out. That's called a one whilst changing. Say again. A one whilst changing, when you have a drink while you're getting ready. Oh, I thought it was preloading. No, 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 no. You preload in the living room, but if you're going to oh, get right. changed with a drink, yeah. it comes from Kate Moss. No joke. It's called a one whilst changing. A one whilst changing. She's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get to where she is today without a one whilst changing. Oh, but I was properly 
getting ready, like getting outfits out. I was like, oh, God, look at me. I'm having a Saturday night. Like they talk about in the songs. Did you wear heels? I wore heels. Did you? I wore heels and jeans and I'm too fat for a top with the back out of, so that's gone to the back of the wardrobe. <laughs> so I wore a nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got down there, proper night, a bar, a proper, a pub, people dancing and things. I looked up, it was half past two. <gasps> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> So we came back and, of course, what did we get on the way home? A McDonald's. Lovely. Just what, just what we needed. John turned to me and he was like, are you hungry? I was like, are you? It's like, mm, we <laughs> A go question that is always answered yes. I am always hungry. You know when some people are like, oh, you're hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I could that's always what, eat. That's why I said Sheila this weekend. Yeah. She was like, are you hungry? I'm like, starving. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> yeah. starving. <laughs> I had one of those sneaky hangovers, though. Had one of those, you know, the ones that you wake you're up and you're You're talking to someone like, who's a professional binge drinker. I feel drinker. great. I feel brilliant. Yeah, I'm getting no, in no, the no. shower. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then I sat on the sofa. I was like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, this is a little... Oh, dear. And then I just... The top lip sweat. That's it. And I went out and got a smoked salmon sandwich and a packet of prawn cocktail crisps. I thought that would be enough. How wrong I was. Had to go back out. Had to go back out to a different shop. I thought they can't see me going back in again. Came out with a bag of Watsits. Well, the other week when I was so hungover, I went and pretended that I was buying food for a friend. Yeah. Because I live on my own. Yeah. We all knew that once that door shut, I was just devouring that. And I bought two sandwiches. Yeah. Because good. I thought, actually, that's only two pieces of bread yeah. together. And I would normally eat five or six of yeah. that. So I was like, well, I'll buy two. So yeah. I had a cheese and, what did I have? A cheese and... Cheese and celery. No, they didn't have it. I was gutted. Mm. I did Plowman's. Lovely. And then I had a cheese and, I think it's cheese and salad cream. I should have had a Plowman's. The smoked salmon and cream cheese. I don't know what it was. Fish on a hangover early on. Not yeah, good, mate. I needed the salt though, you know. I needed that salty little sliver. Pringle, hula hoop. I had a salt and vinegar hula hoop. I couldn't remember what the other bag was. <laughs> That's what it was. It was a salt and vinegar hula hoop. And I'd finished them between shop and front door. Oh, they're very small I'd packets. I've got through them very small. Getting smaller all the time, oh, I'd say, Oh, the economies actually. of scale, the yeah. swines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John got a magnum out of the freezer the other day, and I honestly thought champagne. it was... No. <laughs> Have you seen my freezer? God. <laughs> Honest to God. You can barely fit a Cornetto in it. He came out with this magnum. I honestly thought it was fun size. I really did. It, it was, was it a full, real magnum? It was a full size magnum. You're joking me. It was me. full size. And I said, look at that. It'll be gone in three bites. Sure enough, it was. <laughs> <laughs> An ice cream on a hangover is good. Yeah. I will say a calippo is a very oh, big weakness of mine. But I cannot eat a calippo in public. No, we've talked it's about this very before, phallic. I think. Yeah, very phallic. It is, it is very, very phallic. In fact, I think I felt the same way about bananas. And that's how we first Ooh, discovered your Christ. horror of a banana. I had one literally just before you came in. As you were parking up, I, I couldn't discard the skin quick enough. I was like, the evidence, lose <laughs> the evidence. One thing that I did discover on my big night out was the joy of a bar stool. Oh, yes. I've realised, actually, good. because you're still at kind of everyone else's Oh, it's height. leaning level. Yeah, yeah. You just so perch on. everybody else is yeah, standing. Yeah, yeah. You're sitting down, but you look like you're standing up. <laughs> I was like, this has changed everything. We just propped ourselves at the end of the bar, let people come and go, and that was it. Well, it's like McDonald's. taking court. An audience with. Yes. Let them come to you. I mean, so many of my outings are an audience with, whether <laughs> the audience asked for it or not. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and did you go dancing? 
Well, we tried to dance a little bit. To be honest, I did a lot of dancing while I was getting ready. Oh, to you go wore out. yourself out. I did a bit, yeah. <laughs> Quick burn. <laughs> it was really hot. I was like, I don't want... Oh, God, I'm boiling. I'll never get these jeans on. <laughs> you danced your way into them, didn't that you? Limboed in. Yeah, I did. Poured myself into them. <laughs> I just love the thought of John sitting very ready yes. to go. Oh. You, Tina Turner on, Proud Mary, in she goes to those jeans in one gymnastic move. I was dancing to Scissor Sisters, Kiss You Off. You right? love a bit of Scissor Sisters. Oh my God, I adore them. And I was listening to that and dancing and John was like, um, like, are we going soon? And I was like, oh no, I've got to wait for my dry shampoo to take dry shampoo doesn't need any time to take but he didn't know he was like all right okay yeah i was like me <laughs> <laughs> why were you just waiting for the song to yeah end? i just wanted the song i just wanted more of the song i wanted to see what was on next <laughs> <laughs> my favorite bit of a night out though is before and after yeah it's not really the night out no the night that's where no. i make an absolute tit of myself that's the inconvenient <laughs> bit isn't it people that kind of thing yeah waiting queuing bars i love the fact that on the weekend that i'm at ken and sheila's yes you're out yeah like I, like getting a night out with sarah i mean sarah and i usually when we go out we'll meet at six we're hammered by 11 oh my we God. can't go anywhere well, else we went to that tapas bar the other week oh, that was God, accidental wasn't see it straight, <laughs> honestly. did you feel rough the next oh, day terrible yeah i, I felt, felt rough awful. i meant to ring you actually yeah. to, to, to convert yeah but that we did have we did have we, we found an accidental tapas bar yeah we did really accidental we sat up high sarah had a bad moment with the chili didn't you oh my god that padron pepper never again <laughs> never again <laughs> that, that was your they're padron like pepper lottery, career over absolutely honestly they're like she roulette. Said that, though. the waitress said to sarah she went oh i think it's kind of fun because sometimes you get the hot one as sarah is literally melting to the point pouring. where her skull looks like it's going to peel I off i thought i was going to die <laughs> honestly there was just not enough bread in the world the girl did actually say the exact right thing in any sort of trauma which was do you want some bread and i was like <laughs> yes <laughs> But sugar, sugar's the thing to do. If you t if you eat something super hot and it's like blowing your mind, sugar. <laughs> but then you're just high. Yeah, better. It doesn't sort it. Better. It's just got your pupils dilated. Yeah, but if you seriously, if you have a spoonful of sugar, I mean, I know they say milk, but but a spoonful of sugar that really helps to neutralise it, and you can eat sugar like you did when you were little. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Sarah's now, look, life hacks, great. That's it. Now. <laughs> correspondence listen so, to this that is an elastic band of my thong yes <laughs> get the, the pole ready the the, the amount <laughs> the amount of correspondence we have had this week has reached elastic band levels not my elastic band that of the postman right <laughs> yeah they are useful actually the elastic bands right i'm gonna go with this pink envelope okay and i am gonna go with this little postcard that's got a cornish pasty on the front lovely look at that next to binoculars a cornish pasty a map a compass and two apples. Now that's a setup you don't see on Instagram enough. No, absolutely not. This is one of the <laughs> Why best don't the fashion bloggers seen? do that on the Amalfi Coast? <laughs> God, what a, I mean it's sunset there, having your Cornish pasty. Look at the size of it. It's it's bigger than the It's binoculars. in a tea towel. It is in a, it is it's that's in a very it's Sarah in a lovely, Powell. lovely tea towel. 
What's terrific is that half of the writing space is taken up by facts about the Cornish pasty. The traditional dinner favoured by working men of Cornwall was the pasty, a mixture of sliced meat and vegetables enclosed in a pastry case. It provided a complete meal for tin miners on their long shifts underground and is now the perfect food to take on a long cliff walk or summer picnic. I'll say. I'll say. And then after that, there's a recipe for how to make the pasties. Oh, lovely. Charming. If ever you want to try. Yes, um, and I will pass it on. What's Cornwall? Well, it's a bit like that, isn't it? It's a bit down there, isn't it? A bit like it's that. All a bit broad yeah, I... Dear Look. Jules and Sarah, it looks like someone else has tried to write this postcard for us. If you didn't like pasties, well, you do now. <laughs> you can always leave the beef out, Jules. Thanks so much. We're saluting from a family holiday in Port Horno, Cornwall. We haven't eaten any Port Salou, but the Cornish Yarg is very good here. Ooh. Oh, I love Cornish Yarg. Ellen is very sunburnt, so this is a PSA to all the PS listeners to wear sun cream. And what's divine? Oh, we love you very much. Thanks for making us laugh. Love from Ellen and Freya, two sisters from Wiltshire. Lovely. And what is truly divine is they have drawn a little picture oh of Ellen and Freya. There's the uh, sandcastle with two little flags and one says PS for Port Salou, oh. which is just to die for. And girls... I mean, I'd have that Cornish pasty straight out your hand. And this correspondence will be going on our Instagram Absolutely. feed. Absolutely, at Jules and Sarah podcast. Lovely. Now, I have got a lovely millennial pink envelope here <laughs> yes. with diamante tape on the back. Flash. <laughs> Very flash. And is that a silver stamp? No, mate, that's purple. Oh, right. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't see from here. <laughs> Oh, lovely. God. This is a card with a coffee and a massive fat slab of cake oh, on it. yes. Oh, from the Hummingbird Bakery. Oh, hello. I love the Hummingbird Bakery. Oh, What's God, your favourite cake from the Hummingbird Bakery? Well, I think it's it might be too obvious to say red velvet. Oh, it's mine. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I do like that, but I also... I Hint as the birthday is yeah. coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hummingbird is in London, so let me... Do a London. A, a London. Wow, right. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, geezer. Dear Jules and Sarah, just a quick note to say thank you for your brilliant podcast. And, uh, and <laughs> just a quick note to say thank you for your brilliant podcast. <laughs> I'm having a bit of a rubbish time at the moment, mm. but listening to you two never fails to cheer me up on a Friday morning. Aww. I love listening to your chats about food. And I thought you may appreciate the recipe on the back of this card, especially as it includes cheese. Oh. Thanks again for your wonderful podcast. Lots of love, Rebecca. Oh. Oh, Bex. Bex. Interesting that we've got two recipe yeah. recipe cards this week. I mean, a Cornish pasty followed by, what have you got? Strawberry cheesecake cupcakes. Oh, God, what a meal that would be. What a lunch. Recipe cards in supermarkets. Yes. Very good. If you yes. see one of those, do Any send recipes. that in. <gasps> yes. Don't Any bother recipes. if it's from Lidl, though. No. I don't shop there. <laughs> I do, so do feel free to include them. We love you for getting in touch. It's so gorgeous. We are going to give out the P.O. Box address at the end. But do remember that you can comment on the Instagram. And I... I've been manning the handles yes. and I've been receiving all the beautiful, wonderful DMs from you guys and saving them. And it's just like the amount of love that you have to give. Well, it's just very overwhelming, oh to be honest. If I was post-festival, I'd be in tears, but I'm not. I haven't <laughs> drank for weeks. I'm stone cold. <laughs> Dry as a bone. <laughs> At 
Jules and Sarah podcast. Get us there anytime, day or night. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So look, you've been home back at the motherland with Ken and Sheila, who did appear actually on the Jules and Sarah podcast uh, Instagram story, which was fun. How are they? Gosh, they, like, you know when you haven't been home for ages and, you know, usually I'm having conference calls with them, but then you forget how funny they are. Yes. So I get home and walk in and I often have a, I don't know if you do this when you go back to June's, quick snoop around to see what's changed. Yeah, there's what's always, new? Yeah, there's, there's yeah. always something in a different place. <laughs> and there was this chair just positioned by the front door. Like, I was like, What's this chair? Yeah, what's going like, on here? Dad was like, well, I've put this chair here because that's where I put my socks on before I go to work. And I was like, <laughs> what, by the front door? I was like, so I then started to reenact the fact that as a postman comes, I said, what are you going to do? It's like lurky. Yes. And like, I'll sign for that <laughs> as the door's opening. She was like, don't be so ridiculous, don't be so ridiculous. That chair, so I FaceTimed my brother and I was like, look at this chair. Nick's like, that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Ken put his socks on in the bedroom? I don't know. He obviously loves the feeling of the barefoot on the carpet. Well, who doesn't? Wouldn't like it here, though, oh, would he? Ken, I'd be ashamed. I'd be ashamed to have Ken's foot on this carpet. I really would. <laughs> um, but one day, we went walking. Now, Charming. We, boots were on, cagoules were on, parking meter done. Guess how much it cost to park for the full day in this place where we went walking? Oh, God. Well, it's either going to be £24 or 18p. £2. Oh, it's For a full just, day. Yeah, wonderful. And we went to uh, a place that Sheila described as a, ta- a town where time had forgotten. Oh, dreamy. My favourite sort of town. You would love it. No I, Wi-Fi. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we walked past this bakery. and No she- oat milk there. <laughs> I did have a soya flat white, though. It was awful. So then we walked past... They tried. We walked past this bakery. Now, Sheila, when it comes to a bakery, is like a bloodhound. Right. The nose is detecting, the ears are up. She knows that sucrose is afoot. 
<laughs> and so there's the, this moment where Ken and Sheila both went up to the bakery window and dad goes pressing the little literally literally but you've never seen a bakery window like it like every kind of cake going oh. it was like and they had these iced buns that were literally the size of paving slabs oh my god it's to which amazing. Ken at the window was like Sheila, look at the size of them buns. <laughs> to which this woman came, came over and I've got it. This woman, I don't know what her name was, but she melted my heart. She went, I've been eyeing up those buns as well. She says, and you know what I'm going to do? Buy one, go home and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I, I couldn't think of anything better to do. She looked like she'd walked in. She looked knackered, to be honest. She was in her 70s. She's been thinking about that bun for 22 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today's the day. <laughs> Today is ice bun slab. Oh, my God. Um, and then we go, into the, we go into the bakery, and I'm a very quick at deciding. It was very quick, salted caramel slice. In, out, done. <laughs> yeah. So I passed my order to Sheila, and then all of a sudden, it was queuing out the door. It all got... Sheila was like, trend. it's like bedlam, it's like yeah. bedlam. There's people everywhere. There's pork pies being handed around. I was like, it's too much. I've got to elope. I've got to get out. Not elope. Abort. Evacuate. Abort. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing for me. <laughs> so then they have the buns. Lovely. Put them in the backpack, walking around. Anyway, we get halfway around the walk. Sheila bites into a bun. She's like, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Oh my gosh. Literally couldn't finish it. No. She was like, but don't worry, I've brought a millionaire shortbread with me. <laughs> yeah. Out they came from the rucksack. <laughs> I was like, so there was no need for us to actually buy buns. And mum was like, no. She just wanted, she knew she had a backup if it all went wrong. I have never not seen a bun through. I don't know what a bun would have to have in it for me to go, I'm not, I can't finish this. I didn't finish my salted caramel slice. I'm shocked. Why did you, did you put it away? I mean, it was the, was the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was the size of a steering wheel, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly... You had it, to winch it up to you. <laughs> it, you really could have, like, put a doorstop on it. Yeah. It was, like, full on. <laughs> but then um, we... <laughs> so then, I mean, the lols continued all weekend after the walk we get home Sheila suddenly goes on shut down mode yeah hit the the wall. Ha- yeah pollen yeah. too much and she just sat down done <laughs> the bun the, the the hectic queue at the bakers the walk it's all been too much <laughs> so then we go and sit outside um for like our evening meal and this plane goes over now Ken goes what plane do you think that is Sheila and Sheila goes oh oh I think that looks like a Manchester to Reykjavik to me. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Ken was like, now then, I've got this new app. And because my parents have like big airspace above them, there's planes flying over. You can log onto this app and it yeah. tells you what plane is going oh, over and where, and where it's, where it's going. going. Yeah, and apparently it's a thing. So they all sit there. <laughs> it's plane spotting. It's plane That's spotting. That's what they're doing. I know, I couldn't believe it. And, I, and then Ken was like, guess that one. And I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's going from Ireland. And he was like, that's the 1635 from Dublin to Dubai. <laughs> Do you know what the best thing is? What's the what's the benefit of knowing? I don't know. Because I just constantly well, think, said, oh, they're going off. Oh, I said, have a Ken time. said you should download it for London because then you could guess. I said, I live near Heathrow. They're all going one way. <laughs> they're not going anywhere else. They're all coming oh, in. I said, why? Why? What's that? What's the joy of knowing? So then, after Sheila stares up, she stares up at the sky and looks and looks. She turns to me and goes, I've been thinking about learning how to glide. I, I said, what? I've heard it all. I said, what? She was like, 
I think I'd be good at gliding. She says, I'm thinking about opening up. I said, you just want the aviation gla- jacket and you want the goggles and you want the jumpers. I was like, that's all that is. <laughs> she's been, she's seen too many flying squirrels. She's been, <laughs> she's honestly thinking about hurling herself off a cliff in a plane. You know, I mean, those little planes. Oh, Gliders. Oh, dear. Oh, I thought you meant hang gliding. No, she means the proper glide. No, it's not off a cliff, is it? It's when a car drives really fast and it pulls it up and then it flies. Yeah, I don't think so, Sheila. Oh, she's downward dogging one minute, gliding the next. (laughs) She's an adrenaline junkie. (laughs) She's had a one millionaire shortbread and now... There's every possibility. Oh, they've just been killing me. What? Oh, I'm God. just clambering. It's like I can barely get this story finished quick enough because I'm like, the fiddling weekend. Has she been fiddled with? June has been fiddling, right? <laughs> so if you missed this a couple of weeks ago, June went on a, a retreat, I suppose, of sorts, where you get there, she took the violin, she was a bit nervous because then they put you in, in like into a string quartet and you play morning right through to the night right her fingers must be knackered absolutely the concentration and of course she has hurt her thumb as she always reminds us she feels like she's got nerve damage in it do you usually? Th- I used to play yeah, the violin. To cling you don't on. use. Oh yeah, to yeah, cling on. Cling but it's, on. it's not a note striker. It, I don't know if it's the bow or not. I don't know. But either way, she was worried about it hindering her. Thankfully, it didn't. But they turned up to this place, right? And everyone was like, basically, when they've done it before, they've stayed in this mansion, and Mum was oh, like, yeah, five star fiddling, yeah. So Mum was like, oh, lovely, but. Everyone was like, don't mention last year. Don't talk about last year. Don't talk about last year. No, you can't mention it. Don't mention it. Don't mention what it. What happened last Mom year? Mum was like, what the hell's gone on? So she cornered her friend Had Sue. June missed last yeah, year? Yeah, this is June's first year fiddling on the weekend right, away. Right, so she's new. It's yes. Mean Girls, is it? That's it. So she cornered her friend Sue and said, Sue, what's the deal? And Sue <laughs> said, we can't talk about it because it burnt down. It burnt <laughs> down so nobody was talking about it so instead they've had to move to a new ve- I don't know any more than that I have no other details were they, were they playing it off like the oh, Titanic yeah. when it sank <laughs> no I don't think anyone was there oh it just burned down yeah, post fiddling yeah, I thought it was like a Titanic fiddle oh no no I don't think so no I'll have to check with June I don't think so though I don't think anyone was you know nobody had to sacrifice they can't jello. play Ave Maria <laughs> yeah <laughs> leave the double bass Valerie <laughs> <laughs> Not the viola palm. Yeah. <laughs> Put your resin down. Yeah. <laughs> so this time they'd had to find alternative premises. And the thing is, they were staying, <laughs> where they were staying was proper little bunk like dorms. June had paid her deposit very early because she wanted her own room with an ensuite. But it's a June sort is of, no full. June and Sheila no, are very knows similar. Exactly what she's doing. It's an outdoor pursuits. So it's kids, really. You know, like if kids go kayaking and they need somewhere to stay, that's what it was like. Basic doesn't even cover it. Peach-coloured bathrooms. You'd be lucky. You'd be lucky to have tiles. June said there was two single beds, but because it was only her in the room, they'd only made one up. No. The other one was bare. The other one was bare. She took her own pillow Obviously, the silk pillowcase. The hair must be preserved. Hair by Juan. All. Hair by Juan. She said, 
prison would have been better. Clean linen, but very old. And just, and she, <laughs> so she went over to her bed and she sniffed it and said she didn't want to get in it. So she stripped it and sl- <laughs> slept, slept just on the mattress. She slept in a dressing gown. <laughs> slept in a dressing gown with bed socks. She said there was no wardrobes doors and she couldn't understand why. No wardrobe no, bedroom, doors. no wardrobe doors. Anyway, then... I like the fact that she took bed socks in August. Yeah, oh yeah, she wouldn't leave the house Very without hot. them. She wouldn't go anywhere. But then she said <laughs> there was quite... And there was this caretaker who was sort of always around, like always sort of at your door with uh, like jaw-length hair. And <laughs> Mum said he was, called, he was called Joe, which then became Creepy Joe. Because <laughs> Joe would be like, do you need anything, ladies? You can knock on any time, no matter the hour, right? <laughs> Poor June's just desperately clamouring for a bit, a bit of Egyptian cotton. That's, That's all she was. wants, Egyptian all... cotton and a tile. <laughs> she was a long way from Egypt. <laughs> she said, the food was great. Great big women ladling stuff on. That's a full English. Um, but <laughs> mum said... The place where they actually were playing, so away from the concrete block that was the accommodation, where they were actually fiddling, right, was sort of this old house. But mum said it was quite creepy in itself. Creepy Joe was uh, sort of... Yes, it's all piecing together. That's it. And mum said she was sure it was haunted because they'd put cushions all around the fireplace and nobody would do that. She couldn't understand it. Well, I said that. I was like, it doesn't mean it's haunted because there's been an odd style decision made (laughs) just because they've put... (laughs) That is the cushion placement of a poltergeist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She said... She had lots of red wine before bed to see her off. Yes, so she didn't have I, to think about it. You do it. that when you're yeah. staying somewhere rank. You're like, I've just got to get creepy as well. She was like, oh. And I said, was there any men there? She went, there was mainly women. Apart from Adam on the viola, he went home to Kendall every night. <laughs> 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 she said, the funny thing was, nobody else seemed to notice. They were all quite eccentric and they thought it was ripping. They thought it was amazing. Anyway... She's booked again for next year. Brilliant. She's going back. What if I got myself, if I brushed off my violin skills? Because I played the violin from five to 15. I reckon I could bring it back. I've got a Vivaldi in me somewhere. (laughs) Haven't we all, darling? Well, yeah. I mean, go along. She's got that spare single bed. They can make it up. Oh, God, waking up with June every morning in her bed socks. You'll be amazed by the hair. It won't move. I I bet it doesn't move. I bet there's not a crease on her face when she wakes up. Absolutely not. She's frictionless. She just slips out of bed. (laughs) All she needs is one push to get her going. (laughs) Shall we do news from the north? (laughs) Okay, so mine comes from the Nottingham Post. Fun. What is the huge building in Canning Circus that used to be Junction 7? <laughs> what is the huge... It's like a joke. What is the huge building that used to be Junction 6? Junction with a K instead of a C. Got it. Seven. Oh, was it a bar? Some sort of club? I'm, I'm getting ahead. Go on. The, the subtitle is Here is a Brief History of Junction 7. Right. This, this really goes into the journalistic skills yeah. going on Storytelling. in Nottingham. It may have been more than six years since the last pint of Snakebite was served at one-time nightclub and live music venue Junction 7, 
Later, just seven. <laughs> but the, but We're the, rebranding. But the demolition shell of the derelict club has remained on one corner of Canning Circus regardless as a ghostly reminder of the venue's heyday. <laughs> ghostly. But not for much longer. The builders are finally making visible progress in constructing student flats on the site. Well, it's made us feel a little nostalgic, so we've dipped into the archives <laughs> to rediscover some of the highlights from the club's somewhat checkered past. <laughs> What I love most is this is an article that didn't need writing. Oh, it did not need writing at all. All it's trying to say is that student flats. Yeah. But this journalist has gone, oh, I've just got a Friday afternoon. I've had a pint. Let's That's it. delve oh, into the it. the nights I had at Junction 7. I could tell you some stories. We'll write them down. The building wasn't always a version of 7. Indeed, the pub first opened in 1972 as Home Ales' flagship, the Royal George. And then as the Irish pub... The Shayla, <laughs> which according to former Junction 7 owner and one-time psychiatric nurse, Diane Cookson, God, what a CV! <laughs> was a dirty old spit and sawdust place. Right. <laughs> God, what, in 1840? Diane, along with Adrian Smith, opened Junction 7 in 2002. If you cast your minds back, you'll remember there were polished wood floors, solid oak tables and chairs, settees and bucket seats with turquoise walls, as well as an original <laughs> 1970s Space Invaders tabletop arcade machine. God, he remembers it like it was yesterday. Are you having flashbacks from Saturday night, yeah. mate? <laughs> and who remembers the didgeridoo on hand? <laughs> <laughs> if any open mic volunteers fancy showing off their lung power. <laughs> Just a minute, Keith, I'm gonna... <laughs> Just imagine that! <laughs> Gary, get on the didgeridoo again. <laughs> there was as well a piano, guitars and bongos, which although intended for upcoming talent, may have been touched by proper stars of the music scene, such as the Maccabees and Frank Turner, who all played there. Oh, now! Despite all of this, Junction 7 closed in 2008 after one final debauched hurrah from the, in, the for, <laughs> in the form of a farewell New Year's Eve party. It soon reopened as 7, perhaps unlucky on Friday the February 13th. New managers Martin Haig and Hannah Lyram were still keen to keep the live music going, but said at the time the format needed a few tweaks as well as a bigger stage. Yeah, fine. <laughs> alas, the <cl> alas, the <laughs> club may have been rescued once, but the venue's luck had run out by 2011 when it closed its doors for the last time. Then in 2013, permission was granted to demolish the building and to create an eight-storey, 99-bedroom student property with social and study areas, cycling storage and a small shop with work planned to be finished by September 2017. Well, good luck to it all, I say. Good luck to it. That's my favourite, the fact that there was no need for that article. Yeah, he's been on that didgeridoo night after night. A didgeridoo? Yeah. Guitars, bongos yeah. and a piano. Oh, you'd be straight on those bongos. June could have filled in. Yes, she really could <laughs> Could have had a Galway girl night, <laughs> couldn't we, with her? <laughs> so mine has come from the Stoke St. Oh. <laughs> it went down so well last time. Lovebirds returned to Stoke Pub where they first met, but it's now based 48 miles away. A couple who met in a Stoke-on-Trent pub celebrated their golden anniversary by making an emotional return to the same building which has been transported brick by brick to Derbyshire. Lovebirds, Norman and Sue Marsden, first set eyes on each other in the Red Lion in Stoke 51 years ago. At that time, Norman ran a scooter club at the pub, which originally stood near the Church of St Peter and Vinicula, also known as Stoke Minster in Church Street. Good to know. 
In the 1970s, the Red Lion, which had originally been a hotel, became the subject of a compulsory purchase order and was doomed to be demolished. But instead of being destroyed, the pub was carefully dismantled and its brick and tiled exterior were transported to Critch Tramway Village. 48 miles away. Now Norman, 75, and 69-year-old Sue, who were originally from Mir but now live in Solihull, have relived their first meeting by visiting the tourist attraction to enjoy a meal with around 13 relatives in the pub. Unlucky. Father of three and grandfather of five, Norman, who weds Sue at Stoke Register Office before having a reception at the Trentham Gardens on August the 10th, 1967, said... I can just about remember the day we met. Glad it's close to your heart, Norman. (laughs) Sue had just broken up with a boyfriend and was at the scooter club I ran at the Red Lion. I asked her out and we married the following year. Norman, who used to work... I know, that's how it was in those days, wasn't it? God, you and I'd have kids by now. Oh, my God. Not be divorced. Norman, who used to work at Norman and Birch Bikes in Hanley, added, it was wonderful to return to the place where we met after... Oh, no. It was wonderful to return to the place where we met all these years after. There's not many people who can say that. The building hasn't changed at all. The facade's just exactly as I remember. We've known it's been here for years and decided to make it part of our itinerary while we had a week of celebrations for our anniversary. The children had said they wanted to see it. It was nice coming back and reflecting on how we met at the Red Lion. Our family have also been enjoying some walking activities in the Peak District during our visit to Derbyshire. No doubt <laughs> hit by a, by a rogue bun that was being discarded by Sheila. <laughs> Oops. Gordon Birch, a volunteer who works in marketing, was delighted to welcome the couple to the museum and give us a quote. He said, The Marsdens heard the red line had been rebuilt here and contacted us to see if they could come for the golden anniversary celebrations. We were only too happy to help. <laughs> so, and there they are. There they are enjoying it at the bottom there. Oh, There's lovely. all the kids and everything. Lovely, lovely. Oh, she's got a very floral top on, hasn't well, she? Well, it is her anniversary, yes, darling. anniversary floral. Did you notice I sneezed during that? No. Oh, it could have been Honestly. a really loud sneeze. I stealthed it. So chic. <laughs> um, do you want to play Would You Rather? Always. Would you rather have your own personal chef what? or your own personal maid? Ooh. A maid to do all of the things. <laughs> Or a chef. Now, does the chef have the skills to make drinks? Ah, bar staff as well. Is it Mm. kitchen, like, kitchen and drinks? I think it's a limited array of drinks. Oh. You know. What, like a vodka vodka Uh, soda or a wine? Yeah, like wine. Beer. So he couldn't fix me like a vodka martini with a grapefruit twist. No, he could provide the grapefruit, but he could do a gin and tonic. Mm, very difficult. Yeah. And can he make all foods from across the world? Yeah, he can make them all, any of the foods. He's also fully trained in sushi. Whoa. Yeah. Very what tough. A bonus. Very tough. All and does he made. source the food? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you'd have to still do your Ocado shop mm, for him. Now, this maid, does she live in? Uh, optional. Does she have to wear a uniform? Yes. She does have to wear a very chic little white uniform at all times. She's on call day and night. Oh, gosh. She this can, is really yeah, tough. This is very tough because you want. my palate does suddenly, almost as the wind changes, crave. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, I need tie now. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but then I do hate cleaning and doing things. Yeah, organising does, things. Does the maid do gardening? Yeah. I'll take her. Really? I'll take her. <gasps> Going to sacrifice the chef for the gardening maid. She doesn't to know. Be honest, I feel sorry for her yeah, already. To be honest, the thing is, is if the chef could fix me a proper drink, I would have gone with him. Yes. But sadly, no. I also would have run a ridiculous bill. Yes. I would be skinned. Oh, you really would. He'd only want the best of the best of everything. Yeah. yeah. He'd want to taste the difference everything, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, we adore you for listening. Thank you, thank you. Um, get in touch. Follow us on the Instagram. Jules and Sarah podcast. Yes. Ha- come on board. We'd love to have you. And um, Also, you can write to us. And the address, should you wish to do that, is... Jules and Sarah, the Portsloo Crew HQ. P.O. Box 66747. London. N.W. 5. 9G. H. Lovely to have you. We do, of course, always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Bit of an affirmation. Oh, let's Now, have it. this uh, doesn't come from me. Somebody else has done my job for me this week. Thank you so much. Bronwyn Wallace. Bronwyn. Lovely. Hi, Bronwyn. And Bronwyn Wallace via Catelyn Moran, the journalist. Sure. Great. Great. Uh, I hope you enjoy reading it. I ate a lot of cheese writing it. Not that I regret the decision at all. If I have any motto in my later years, it is to never regret the cheese. Je ne regrette Brianne. <laughs> Oh, très bien. Oui, oui. Merci. Um, We absolutely adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. code buttery exclusions apply see site for details